You're listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast with Jody Livingston, episode number two. Yeah, we're doing this again. Welcome to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast, helping you survive and thrive in youth ministry. And now your host, Jody Livingston. Hey, welcome back for another episode of the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast. If you are a new listener, welcome. Thanks for hanging out with us today and listening and uh, being a part of the Longer Hall community. As always, thank you for what you do ministering to and with students and teens in youth ministry. Man, a hard job for sure, one that uh, I am very grateful for, and that's kind of why we're here, to help equip you to, uh, to not just survive this thing we call youth ministry, but really help you thrive in it as well. And so the blog there at thelongerhall.com, lots of helpful, practical advice for you. And this podcast is just an extension of that. So if you've not checked out the blog yet, I invite you to do that. Go over there and see what all is is there for you. Also, Youth Ministry Bundle Pack there you can download for free. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at, at Jody Livingston. And of course, we have the Longer Hall uh, over there on Facebook as well. Today is a fantastic interview. We're going to be, uh, you're going to hear from Kurt Libby, um, who is a youth pastor who has created a youth ministry app called the Youth Ministry Tracker app. And it is phenomenal. I have it. We, I use it and have used it for, uh, for quite some time now since it came out. Really, it is beautifully designed. And the great thing about this app is whether you are a very, very, uh, large youth ministry, or, or you're just kind of your average uh, student ministry. You can be running 10 kids or you can be running uh, 500 kids. This app is useful for you and it will save you tons of time. It's, it's so much more than just attendance tracking. Um, it gives you great reports. It looks nice. It helps you uh, follow up better and it will save you a ton of time in your ministry. In particular, you're going to want to hang around to the very end. Kurt has been kind enough and generous enough to give away uh, one license for the app. And so at the end of the episode, he kind of tells you there how to do that um, and how to win that. All the links, all the resources, all the things that, that we mention will be in the show notes. You can find those at thelongerhall.com slash episode 002, thelongerhall.com slash uh, episode 002. With that said, we'll jump right into the interview here. Here is Kurt Libby with the Youth Ministry Tracker app. Awesome. Well, I am here with Kurt Libby. He is one of the founders and creators of a phenomenal youth ministry app called Youth Ministry Tracker. How are you, Kurt? I'm doing great. Uh, Kurt, tell me a little bit, just for those who may be listening and don't know you, um, kind of who you are, a little bit about yourself, how you uh, kind of got into youth ministry, your journey there. Okay, uh, so I'm a 31-year-old youth pastor in Orville, California, uh, also the director of a nonprofit youth center in our town um, that our church helps start. Uh, we've been around for about eight years called The Axiom. So I split time between directing a youth center and being a youth pastor at the church, and uh, journey into youth ministry was I actually went to college to be a teacher in Reno, Nevada, and um, graduated from UNR, and then became a high school teacher for physics, geometry, and algebra. 
did that for three years. In the third year, there was a shooting in our school um, and got uh, it was evacuated by the SWAT team. Um, nobody died. Uh, so it kind of hit the front page of a bunch of news things. And then when nobody died, it just kind of went away. Um, but it didn't go away for us. And, uh, there was a lot of conversations about how to help the kids, um, to try to make sure that that didn't happen again. And so teachers wanted to do things like adding a homeroom or a senior project or culture days or different things. And, um, because I knew Jesus, I needed to bring that into the conversation, but really wasn't allowed to, uh, because it was a public school setting. And I was like, these kids don't need a homeroom. They need Jesus. They need right. to learn how to forgive and, and the power of that. And so that led me in that year to end up resigning and, and taking a position at the church that I was at actually. So, um, it was kind of, a I didn't, I went to college to t- learn a lot of math. I know a lot of calculus, um, but, uh, I don't use it at all. Listen, so that, that's that kind of how well. I ended up there. Yeah. Tutoring and, you know, man, I, yeah. I can't help my third grader with her math. I don't know. <laughs> it's not good. Math comes up and I just say, call my wife and she takes care okay. of her. Yeah. So how long, how long ago was that? That was, uh, in 2008. So I've okay. been in here for six years now. That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And so you, uh, along the way, we're like, man, we need to, we should come up with this app. And that just came to you in a vision one night. And Yeah, no, uh, not, not exactly a vision. We actually, so when we started the youth center, that was in, uh, that was actually, the, I was still teaching at the time. And so we had, we had some software there because we had 2,000 teams in the first year coming through the youth center. It's like, well, we got to attract this somehow. And the app just, it was on a computer and it just wasn't working well. We ended up ditching that. And then went to spreadsheets and we were doing stuff by hand and we had no money cause we're a nonprofit and it was the economic downturn. So it was just like trying to make stuff work. And, um, so I had the idea to make an app, uh, actually one of my students that graduated out of my ministry was out away at college doing computer science and he needed to do a senior project. And I had kind of been thinking about the app and was like, Hey, let's, uh, let's do this for real. And so instead of, um, him doing it as a senior project, he actually did his junior year. Uh, and cause I was like, if we're going to launch this, we got to launch it at the beginning of school. And so we, uh, January of 2014, yeah, January this, this last year, uh, a year ago, we sat down, kind of drew it up and then we met once a week every week because uh, he's up in Idaho and I'm in California and so we'd sit down once a week and I would work on the graphic design and the uh, building the website and doing marketing and contacting people and he was plugging away at code and uh, uh, and so it took us about eight months but it was really uh, out of a frustration of uh, I don't want to put all this information into a spreadsheet and at the end all I have is like oh 53 kids were there but I don't know what kids I don't know which kids didn't come and and really like I had this this problem of like I want to I want to administer to the kids that are here when they're here but I also have these kids that aren't here that I need to minister to and I need to not worry about them until afterward but afterward I want it to be really obvious which kids weren't here which kids should have been here and so um to be able to do that follow-up and and if it could do it automatically which now the app does i mean that that was the that was a big thing for me is i don't want to have to pull this information out of a database i want to just put the information in and then it give me the exact stuff that i want right away so yeah that's awesome and so like any good youth pastor you use one of your students mm-hmm. and uh and that kind of started that and then 
had you had any experience building apps prior to that or is it? Uh, I didn't. Um, uh, the, the student, uh, his name's Reagan. So he, um, yeah, he's done, he's done it for the last uh, two or three years. He had an internship this summer um, where he built Windows apps, Android apps, BlackBerry apps, and iOS apps, and uh, um, working for another business-to-business com- business company. And, yeah, he got a lot of experience really fast, and he's also just really intelligent. So um, I, I did computer science uh, when I was in college, but there was no iPhone then. So, right. um, yeah, uh, it was. So I know a lot of the logic. I know C++ and some stuff but behind it but it's old now it's completely outdated so I can help him and but he really he's the guy that's um, making everything happen in the background I got you so uh, so talk a little bit about the app I mean obviously it tracks attendance um, I've seen it I have it it's it's beautiful um, it's very clean really user-friendly um, easy to navigate I think I really personally like being able to have the students kind of import that themselves yeah. Uh, and yeah, there, there's some people that don't get that. Uh, they, they, they will get an email that says, Hey, I just spent four hours putting in all my students. And I'm like, Oh, the whole, one of the points of this was to limit the amount of data entry for youth pastors, you know? And, yeah. um, so, uh, which that's kind of hard that first, that first week or two getting all the kids in, if you've got a large group, but now that there's iCloud Sync, I mean, we just had last night, we had three iPads going around and, they, and kids could put, up, put in their information on all those and it all syncs up to the same thing. So, um, uh, so yeah, so, so the student puts in their own information. Um, the other thing that some people wanted, have, have wanted is being able to import, but there's a lot of power in the app that if you just imported, say, students from your contacts app or something, it's, it's not going to get them it's not going to load into the app what their school is what their um birth date is um their gender there's and that stuff is really powerful in the groups so when you get all that information you can then create groups that are based off of attendance data or student data so you can say you know i want a group with all my junior high girls or all of the um kids that weren't at this event, uh, that go to this high school and then you mm-hmm. can send them all a text message or whatever. So that was the other thing too, was that there, I'm already paying for a text plan on my phone. Like, right, right. And so I don't want to pay for another one. If, I mean, if the, if the ministry is big enough, you know, get a, get a number that's separate so that you're not, uh, I don't want 500 kids texting me, but if, you, if your if your ministry is the size of the average ministry, then you're probably the one that's texting the kids anyways. So right. what this does is allows you to put in a little placeholder that says, Hey, put their first name here. So, Hey, first name missed you last night. And then when it sends it to them, it's not a group message. It's just a message to them, but you don't have to copy and paste. You don't have to, um, put that. It just does it all automatically. You just hit send a bunch of times and it'll send it to all the kids. So that's nice. Um, yeah, that, that's actually been really, really, really helpful. Um, you can create little managed groups too, like, oh, my worship team or, um, my student leaders or, uh, this is my small group or Travis's small group or whatever. And, and then you can, can just message those kids or, or whatever. So, um, that's been really cool. Uh, and, and has, um, increased my ability to just text kids and contact them because I don't, it's so, so much, so much faster. Yeah. I think, you know, for, for the average youth pastor, you know, what it, what it seems to do is it's kind of a one-stop 
hub for everything, right? So you're not having to run, I'm gonna go here to my texting service if you have one and put this in here, or I'm gonna go run and pull this. I need to, you know, export this spreadsheet so I can get all the numbers and go through and type this in, you know, to text all these right. kids or to email all these kids, or I'm gonna go over here and I'm gonna do this or try to, it's kind of one place for everything, um, easy to access and, and to find everything you need in one spot. And I really appreciate yeah. that about it. Because, you know, sometimes things, we have a tendency as youth pastors, uh, we have, there's a stereotype that's well-earned and deserved of not being necessarily the most organized. Um, right. And so the, the, the simpler that we can make things in our ministries, the better. And, I, you know, I think, too, what happens on Sundays or at your midweek or, or whenever is really important, but it's not nearly as important as we think it is. Um, in terms of the rest of the week. And, and so being able to make those points of contact, you know, whether it's a text message here or, and those go a long way, a long way with students. Right. So, well, that's awesome. Um, so you, you've, you've kind of thought through it a lot. Being a youth pastor probably helps a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so you're able to kind of um, cater that to the needs you see, not only even from a church standpoint, but even with your nonprofit, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been interesting because, uh, the, the nonprofit, obviously, uh, I don't know, maybe it's not obvious, but we run way more students through the nonprofit than we do through our youth ministry, just because it's just a teen drop-in center. You know, we have Xboxes and pool tables and coffee shops. So, um, so anybody can come here, they can be three to six in the afternoon. And, um, but being able to see those attendance trends for kids um, it, with those big numbers is is really interesting and helpful for the staff here. So um, we have about 50 kids in our youth ministry. And so the trends kind of all look very, pretty similar. But for uh, for those larger, larger ministries, being able to see the trend lines um, and what like w- whether more boys are coming or more girls are coming and then being able to address the environment. And because um, we have a, so we have a female manager here and it's interesting, the uh, ebb and flow of what attracts um, mm-hmm. uh, males and female students. And so and, and being able to say, like, oh, here's an inflection point. Here's where all the girls started dropping off. I wonder what happened there and, yeah. uh, and being able to kind of address the environment. So um, it's been it's been really, really helpful. Yeah, that's man, that's interesting. That's great. I'm making notes as we go here for my own personal benefit. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so, who did you say like primarily the app is for? Youth pastors, a, a larger church, smaller church, any church really? Yeah. So it, it is. Well, it's definitely for youth pastors, uh, or or even volunteer youth leaders. Um, I mean, you don't have to be on staff if you're the mom or or dad that's uh, helping out because there's nobody there. Uh, I think this could, this app could really help you a lot. Um, and uh, but we built it for um, for small churches first. Uh, we read a statistic that ninety percent of churches are two hundred people or less in America. Yeah. Um, and, and when we looked at the solutions that were out there for tracking student ministry, there just wasn't stuff that was hitting 90% of the churches. You right. know? Uh, most of them have very small budgets, if any, if any budget. And, um, and, uh, so that was kind of where we wanted to start was, Hey, let's, let's make something that will work for 90% of the people out there. And then, um, and then scale it up to the place where, uh, hopefully, uh, larger ministries uh, will be able to take advantage of it as well. Um, 
and hopefully it, it empowers your ministry to grow so that then um, as the app grows, uh, it'll kind of grow along with your ministry. So um, the other thing, the reason that we went with, with youth ministry specific wasn't just because I was a youth pastor. I mean, the, the attendance tracking apps that are out there are all classroom oriented mostly on the, yeah. on the app store. And, um, and we were like, well, we could make something that just tracks all stuff in ministry. You could do small groups, you could do children's ministry, you could do whatever. But, um, I, we just decided to niche it down and Hey, this, like this is going to be perfect for youth ministry. The way that you collect information from the kid feels very youth oriented. It's like, Hey, what's your name? What do you want to be called? The next screen's like, Oh, thanks. And it puts their name in there. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it just looks very young, uh, and it's got their school and it's very obvious. It's collecting information from a student. We've right. had a couple people say, Hey, I want to use this for my children's ministry. And it's like, and that's, that's going to be collecting information on family groups from parents. It's a different way to collect information. It's different. Yeah. So it's not just adding younger grades and same thing with tracking small group stuff. It was like, I just want to make something that's so perfect for youth pastors. Cause I am a youth pastor, but I also want, I don't want you have to try to make this thing work for what you're doing. I just want it to, to really hit for youth pastors. And then in the future, it, when we feel like this is done, maybe we'll kind of duplicate it for children's ministry or for small groups or whatever, but it'll be tailored to those, those people so that it's, um, it's not trying to make this thing work for everyone. I mean, the reason that people make those generic apps is to climb the, the rank in the app store. Right. It's like, Hey, this app right. will hit it. And it's like, that's not the goal. I don't really care if it hits number one in the app store. I mean, it did when we first launched it hit number one in, in, in productivity and I, uh, screenshot Right. Oh yeah. It was pretty crazy. <laughs> I was like, I, we were above Evernote and I was like dying. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, but obviously it went down cause that was just the launch, but the, um, but the, we didn't, we, you know, that's not the goal. The goal isn't to climb the app store rank and sit up there. It's just to, to make something that's really a perfect tool for that ministry. So, yeah. Well, and I think too, that's such an important, man, that's just a void. So many, um, so many of our, so many youth ministry tools that are out there, be it books, you know, just resources in general, they all typically cater to a larger ministry, mainly because they're written by, you know, folks who are serving at a larger ministry. And so it doesn't always scale down. I feel like things scale up much easier than they scale down. And a lot of times people aren't thinking about the scaling aspect um, when they're writing or creating things. And I, I mean, I can remember serving um, the very first church I served at in college. You know, we had 10 kids if everybody came and brought a friend. Um, <laughs> you know, it was a church of like 50 people total. Yeah. And I'm reading, I know nothing. I mean, I don't know anything about youth ministry if it if it was fun, if I thought it sounded fun, we did it. I think we did like six lock-ins that first year I was there. Uh, I was eighteen. I, you know, I had a student a year younger than me in my youth group, and we were making it up as we went. And I was reading everything I could, and we just tried it all. And most of it just wasn't feasibly possible with a youth group of, you know, five to ten kids. And so I love yeah. that. I mean, I think it's perfect for a small church. Uh, smaller church or smaller ministry, but you know I don't think it certainly limits itself to that. Even it, it, it seems to scale up very easily and nice, which is hard to do. 
That's really hard to do. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it, to, to target um, to target those uh, smaller youth groups without a budget. Uh, you can't really do that um, if you're interested in uh, making a lot of money. Uh, it's it, it, uh, really you want to. Uh, if you want to empower people that don't have resources, <laughs> you got to start really at, at a at a really low level. Um, and uh, and and I think that there's so much value. It's, it's like if you can empower, uh, you know, seventy percent of churches that are really small, you're actually going to have more of an impact than if you empowered, you know, the two percent of churches that are really large. Um, just because there's so many out there, and so. Uh, I'm really, uh, we get emails all the time about people with, um, small ministries and they're able to care for their kids better than they were before. And it's like, man, uh, that, that's like a million bucks right there. You know, yeah. it's just the best feeling to, to know that, that these guys are, um, more empowered and they can do their job better. They can do the thing that God's called them to do. And, uh, and no, not nobody, cause I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there that are, but. Um, not a lot of people are are looking out for those guys. So, yeah, for sure. That that's one of the things um, on the blog at the longer haul that I'm always really mindful of is, you know, the, the things that the posts that are there, the things that we're writing, the things that I'm putting out there. Um, you know, I want to make sure they're practical. Practical. I want to make sure they're scalable, um, and you know, and things that will really help equip uh, those guys to stay put, stay place, you know, stay in the same place, and be effective down the road and, and, and have some longevity, be able to do what they do, enjoy what they do more, um, regardless of the size of, of the ministry, the budget, and those types of things. And I, I, I love and appreciate so much your heart in that and, and that the app genuinely does that. It's not, you know, there's a lot of things that claim to be something and you get them and you're like, ah, I don't know. Um, and this is exactly what it claims to be. And I appreciate that so much about awesome. it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think you're talking about Evernote, you know, I remember Evernote came out with like Evernote. Hello. And yeah. man, this is awesome. And cause I use Evernote for everything. And, uh, you know, I downloaded hello and it was going to, you know, and people kind of put their own stuff in their own information in it for that yeah. first round. And it was very much like this. Um, and people were complaining. It's not really a professional you know, it's not, people are like, this is exactly what I need. So the, the, you know, I'm like, this is great. And then the first update that comes out, they completely change it. And yeah. it's much more professional. And so it's kind of like, well, there went that. I mean, that was, that was good while it lasted. And so this seems to really do that and then some. And I, and I love, I love that. So how about, um, Okay, you know, there's lots of, I mean, I have ideas for apps and software all the time that would be helpful. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, and I'm not going to tell you those because you'll make them. But, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what is it that says, hey, I can do this or I, I need to be the one to do this? Oh, man. Uh, that's a good question. I, it's, it's a good question because I actually am not the guy to do this. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I, I think that I was just, um, frustrated long enough and there was an opportunity in front of me with a, with a brilliant developer with Reagan. And it was like, Oh, well, let's try it and see if it works. And I was kind of scared, you know, put my name on it and, and put it out there. And then you're, you're asking people for money, uh, because 
we had to start an app business, which, Mm -hmm. you know, you have minimum tax and you're buying trademarks and you're doing all this stuff. And it's like spending all this money and, and, uh, and hoping that somebody will be interested enough to, um, pay off your debt that you're accumulating. (laughs) So there's that side of it. And then there's the nightmare side of just like we started in January, which is iOS seven. And then they're just coming out with iOS eight. And so like, as we're building, they're changing what you can even use. And so you're, you're building something on somebody else's platform, uh, which is, is really difficult. The reason we started with iOS is because it's very clean. Uh, we actually have iOS devices, but Android is so messy. There's so many devices. There's a new Android device every week. There's (laughs) different, and they run different versions and different, and it's, and it's so, it's so fragmented. It's really hard to develop, really hard to develop apps that, uh, have any sort of consistency between devices. And so, um, and, and so there's like all this behind the scenes stuff of, um, uh, can I even make this thing work? It, it's really hard to go from like paper and Photoshop to like functionality. Um, and, uh, and so when you said that, like, Hey, I got this idea and I'm not going to tell you cause you might make it. Trust me. I, I, I feel like I hear that <laughs> once a week and I'm like, you have no idea how much I'm not going to make your idea. Like it's so much work. It took us eight months to get the first version out. And that was with him working, um, probably 10 to 20 hours a week on development. Um, and, and so we're just a team of two. We're small, but it's so much work. And that was a minimally viable product. It was like, right. you can collect information, you can make a group, you can take attendance and you can see some stats and none of it is really as clean or as good as we want it to be, but it can do the things that we said it would do. And that's about it. And so, um, it's, it's a really long process when you're getting into it. It, it is, um, it's a gigantic undertaking. It it's your side project that ends up, um, you got to tell your wife, Hey, I got to go do a conference call tonight again at 11 PM. You know, it's that's, it's that type of stuff. And, uh, but in the, I mean, for this specifically, it has limited or it's reduced the amount of time that I've spent in ministry on trying to figure out where these kids are. And so like, I've already like recovered the time I feel like in, in ministry in the fall semester. So, um, but yeah, it is, uh, there's, but there's app studios out there that'll make stuff for you. It's just there. It just costs a lot of money. <laughs> so like yeah. there where there's a triangle, uh, maybe we can draw this up and throw on the show notes, but there's a triangle where that I saw where it says choose two. And so you put three, one thing on each point of the triangle and it's like, um, quality, uh, speed and cost. And so you can choose <laughs> the quality and the speed, but that's going to make it expensive. You know, if, if yeah. it needs to be fast and good, it's going to be expensive. It's, if it's going to be fast, but it can be bad, it can be cheap. And so you can only choose two. You know, if you got a lot of, if you don't have a lot of money, but you do have a lot of time, then you can make a quality product. But if you don't have a lot of money and you need it to be fast, it's not going to be high quality. So it's just, you know, when making this stuff, I think it's just like any project. It's just a gigantic project that, um, uh, you know, we had to set aside a lot of time and, but it's, uh, it's totally worth it. So, uh, I don't know. It's, yeah. you, you got to tackle it, but it's, it's not for the, it's not for the lighthearted. I, I wouldn't say, 
I, I, I've started a lot of things. I started, I started blogs. I've written a book. I've done lots of different things over the years, but it's like, this has been the most all encompassing, like, um, you'll, you'll just hit a, hit a roadblock where it's like, I don't know how to make this do this. And then you don't, you can't figure it out for like three weeks. And it's like, dude, 21 days is a long time to bang your head against the wall. So, um, that's the type of stuff. And it's, uh, and a lot of it is just that we're not, oh, I'm not smart enough. Um, and so you're doing a ton of research and learning as you go. And I think that's all computer science. It just is moving so fast that, um, like we, we built a bunch of stuff for iCloud sync and then iOS eight literally changed everything on the way iCloud works with iCloud drive. Yeah. And it was like, we had to just completely scratch it all. And it's like, Oh my, yeah, it's just so fast. And so, um, so anyway, if you have ideas, um, get a partner, uh, that is a really good developer. Um, and, and make sure that you've got a lot of time, uh, to, to, um, to, to allow for it to kind of develop. I'll just tell you my idea when we're done. And then, All right. Okay. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see it. I mean, things change so quickly. So right now the app is iOS only. Oh yeah. 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 And yeah. probably and for the forever seeable future. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, there's the, the other thing too, was that we didn't want to have a web backend, um, where you have to be linked up to the web to see your database or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, most, is it okay if I get really honest on this? Yeah, <laughs> The reason I didn't want that and I want it to be on your device or in your iCloud account is because I am scared to death of hackers. Yeah. Like Chase Bank can't keep their their server secure or Target or whatever. It's like the last thing I'm going to do is create a, an online database of personally identifiable information of teenagers all over the world. Yeah. Like their address, their phone number, their picture. And like I'm like, that is... This is horrible to say, but that's a pedophile's dream. Yeah. And I'm like, I will not create that database because I, if Chase can't guard theirs, I can't guard it. And so that's why we didn't make a web backend. If we made a web backend, we could make an Android app. We could make a Windows phone app. We could make all that stuff really easily and just plug into that. But it scares me to death. And so that was why it was like, no, I'm going to put it on your device. It's locked down. It's in your iCloud account. As long as your iCloud password is secure, nobody's going to get this thing. And so, um, and, and if they did, if somebody hacked into your phone, I don't know, there's, it's just yours. It's right. not 10,000 youth ministries worth of information. <laughs> right. Like that was so scary to me in building this. I don't like, I want to keep kids safe and kids' families safe. So anyway, yeah. for the record, that's not my idea. Okay. Uh, my idea has nothing to do with that. So. <laughs> okay. Good. So, um, it's a phenomenal app, man. I really, I really, uh, do appreciate all the time and effort that you went into it. I know, I know it's helping um, youth pastors who are using it and youth ministries. There's no doubt in my mind. It's it's um, it's well thought out. It's very clean. It's a very stable app as well. And uh, and so, man, I I appreciate it. If you know, for those listening, if you have not seen this app or used this app, I would highly recommend it to you. Um, you can find it in the App Store there for your iOS device, um, and it, it is is easy to use, very user friendly. There is a little bit, I think, with most things, just a little bit of a learning curve as far as where things yeah. are. Yeah. Um, and it does take some time off the front to get it set up to go in and, and put the schools in, 
um, and, and your events and those types of things just off the front. But once that's there, maybe that first night where you start taking attendance with it or that first day, you know, and if you're, you've got students signing into that, that, that could take a while depending on the size of your ministry. But beyond the first little bump there, you're right. I mean, I think it will save you so much time and help you again, just one, like a one-stop hub for everything you need as far as tracking and contacting um, your students, man, I, I, I can't recommend it enough. It really is a, a really well-designed app for youth workers, youth pastors, by a youth pastor. And, uh, yeah. man, if nothing else, coffee money for Kurt. Yeah. And uh, who doesn't appreciate that, right? Right. That's right. So the app's in the App Store. How much is the app? The app's 15 bucks. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, if... And, and but and people ask this after people email us all the time. Uh, so is that fifteen dollars a month? It's like no, that's that's like a normal app. It's fifteen bucks, and as long as you're buying it on the same App Store account, you know, if you're if you got an iPad, an iPhone, iPod Touch, whatever, it's you just pay the price once and you get it on all your devices. So it's awesome. Well worth the fifteen dollars, man. Well worth the fifteen dollars. It's it's cheaper than a software solution, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, or, it's about the price of a CD. So. Yeah, or a subscription service. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Any any resource other than your app that you'd recommend and throw out to folks to check out a book or anything? Could be anything, really. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm pretty much a nerd, so I was going to bring an app here. Um, it's called Slack. I don't know if you've heard of that. Uh, Slack dot com. Uh, they've got apps for Android and, and iOS and everything you know, on the computers, and uh, but it has especially with the the youth center that we run it's it's kind of like an old irc type thing if you if you're into that uh but basically it's a communication thing for your team and you create conversations around um uh so you you create these little kind of like a little chat room like Mm. so we'll have something like um, you know, we just did a light parade. So we, uh, so we're doing a float for the light parade. So we put that up and then everybody can talk in that, in that little room and everything's searchable. It, it hooks up to Evernote and Google docs and, and Trello and all kinds of stuff. Um, it's free to use up to a certain amount of users. Uh, we, we don't pay for it. We've got, I don't know, uh, five or six people on it right now. So, but what it has done is it, it has taken our team communication out of email Mm. And so it's all in there. And so when I go, I sit down to work on stuff for the Axiom, I don't bring up my email. I bring up this app and I don't see all that other stuff. I mean, right. and so there's no distractions. There's no, hey, Invisible Children's having a sale on their stuff. It's like, <laughs> there's no, like, I don't need to go buy this thing right now because that's what happens when I open my email or open Facebook or whatever. The communication is all just in this one app. I get notifications. Um, you can have private conversations, all that stuff. And it is... Um, is it has it totally increased our productivity uh and, and then the other thing too is instead of it being an email is like next year when we get a light parade we got an intern right now and he was kind of helping with that float so when we have an intern next fall he can actually go back and see that whole conversation about what we did last year about all the stuff that happened and and we don't have to pull old emails or anything all that stuff is there you could bring a new volunteer up to speed they could see the whole conversation that's happened um so once they get in there they can they can kind of just see the whole thing instead of it being stuck in somebody's email somewhere so yeah that's great that's great we've we've looked at that we've used um trello some we've played around with that a little bit similar thing not quite as extensive 
baby steps here, man. Baby steps. Yeah. The, the conversations in Slack, that, that's really what you want to, it's just for having conversations. That's really the power in it. Trello's really good for to-dos and for yeah. sorting the, your to-do stuff. But um, you can actually, yeah, they can, it can pull the information from Trello into Slack. Which is, wow. That's uh, awesome. And then if you upload a Google Doc to it, you can connect all that stuff and everything's searchable. So you, if you remember like one thing like, oh, we did that fundraiser, you can just type in fundraiser and it'll bring up everything in every channel that says fundraiser. And wow. you can, and even inside the Google Docs. So it's really, awesome. really powerful. Yeah. Cool. We'll put a link to that in the show notes uh, and Trello yeah. as well. That's pretty, that's pretty awesome. And if yeah. folks want to find you, where would they find you? Oh, yeah. You can connect on youthministrytracker.com. Uh, my email there is kurt at youthministrytracker.com. Um, and follow us on Twitter at ymtracker. Uh, and um, then my personal Twitter would be uh, Mr. Lib. And, and you guys spell it all out, M-I-S-T-E-R-L-I-B. Um, and, I, yeah, so I'm on Twitter a lot, and I really enjoy that. So that would be a good way to connect. Awesome. And Kurt has offered to give away a uh, one uh, one app here, one version of the app. Yeah, for yeah one free license. So to do that, how about we do this? If you will uh, comment on the show notes here in this episode down below, or if you have questions for Kurt, you, do you mind bouncing on and checking those out? And oh, yeah, yeah. I'll answer questions sure. as we go. And then um, from those comments, we will, um, I'll let Kurt pick. How about that? Because okay. I don't like to yeah, disappoint share, people. Yeah, share something about, if you'd like it, uh, share something about your, your youth ministry and then all, or the other thing that might be really cool too, is if you know somebody else, um, maybe somebody else in your town or whatever that maybe they don't have a budget and you want to get it for them, that'd be really cool too. just sh share a little story of why, why we should give it to you and we'll, uh, we'll hook you up. Yeah, that's awesome. And, uh, either way, check out the app, man. It is, it is phenomenal. It's worth the $15. It will save you so much time. And again, I think more than anything, just help you be more productive and effective in loving on uh, and leading and teaching your students as well. Um, so check it out for sure. Kurt, thanks you so much, man. Jody, thanks for everything you're doing. Yes, sir. And we'll catch you later. All right. All right. Thanks, Kurt. Well, there you go. A great app created by a great youth pastor. I really hope you'll check it out. Um, like I said, we use, we've been using it. Um, it is, it is really, really helpful. And uh, for $15, Really, one time, that's that's really reasonable and inexpensive. And again, I hope you'll check it out at the end of um, the episode there. Kurt mentioned how to uh, get a free copy, a free download, free license of it. So hopefully you will run back to the show notes there at thelongerhall.com slash episode 002 and uh, leave a comment. Kurt will be checking there. And, uh, and be responding back to those. And then uh, when you, whoever wins, we'll, we'll make sure that we get that to you um, on there. Also, you will find, again, all the links, the resources that we have mentioned there uh, in the episode, um, in the show notes. So uh, we mentioned a couple there with Trello and Slack. Slack, by the way, we have started using as a youth ministry team and, uh, and actually as a, as a staff at church since this interview. And it has been really, really, really helpful. So for sure, that one to, to check out also as well. And if you're enjoying the podcast, man, I would love to ask you to go to iTunes, leave a review there and subscribe, share it with somebody else you know, helps us uh, just reach more youth pastors, be able to help and equip uh, other 
youth pastors. Continue to follow on thelongerhall.com. Thank you again so much for all that you do for the students and families that you serve. Until next time, give them Jesus, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast at www.thelongerhall.com.